So welcome again to the Silverlight Photo Podcast. Now today we're going to be talking about ATEM Mini boxes. Now, I first want to say um, that Caleb at DSLR Video Shooter, I really love your your channel and your show, and I do not want to compete with you on your uh, ATEM Mini box. I think it is awesome. I am... I don't know how to say it. I just, I want to support you as much as I can. I, I, okay. I think there's enough business to uh, go around. And so I'm, I'm hoping Caleb that uh, this doesn't uh, compete with you. And just, just maybe to push a little advertising to you here. If, if you're, um, if you know, uh, DSLR video shooter, Caleb Pike, he is, got a ton of, he has a ton of videos on YouTube that have helped me learn uh, video production um, lighting, uh, just a ton of things. And I would recommend you check his channel out. Uh, please subscribe to him. That's DSLR Video Shooter on YouTube. And, and and you know what? If you like his box better than this idea I'm going to talk about, uh, please support him. I, I just, Caleb, I don't want to do anything to um, to take away your business. So hopefully this will, will be okay. Um, and I'll just, I'll start the story here. So I had seen a quick uh, picture of, um, of Caleb, of your, of your A10 mini box. And I was at the store the other day and I saw on sale these um, sort of Pelican brand, not Pelican brand, but off-brand waterproof type cases. And I saw it for $29.99. And so I, I wasn't thinking about an A10 mini box at all. I just thought, Hey, that's a good deal. I'm going to buy one of these boxes. So I brought it home, and I was looking around. Uh, I mean, I've got a number of things I'm looking for and developing and testing, etc. And I was looking for something, and I did stumble across um, on Offer Up another person selling ATEM mini boxes, and it was uh, where was it? I think it was in Texas. I, I don't remember for certain, but they were going all out. I mean, they were doing wiring. They had integrated cooling. They had a fan coming in one side, going out the other side. You know, they pretty much repurposed computer fans. But they they were going about it in a way that caused me to start thinking, there's got to be a easier approach, a better, uh, you know, for me, I, I like to say that I'm, efficient. Um, sometimes I catch myself saying that I'm lazy. And, and if you know me, I'm very detail-oriented. And so when you put those two together, um, I don't know what you would say, but I get good quality, but I want to make it easy for myself in the production process. I also want to make it easy for the people who use the product. So that's sort of about me. Now let's talk about what I saw here. I saw a person who was way above my skill level for creating a box. And Caleb, you're, you're the same. Uh, you're, you're above my skill level. You can, you can uh, makeshift things and DIY things all day long. But I'm not really that type of a person. I can't really do DIY to that level. And so my concern was that if I'm going to... Oh, first of all, I was concerned... Well, I looked... I haven't, Caleb, you haven't uh, put pricing out there, so I haven't seen your prices, so I don't know whether or not I could afford one of your boxes. Um, but 
the guy on in Texas, uh, just a little market research, uh, uh, Caleb, if you're looking at this or listening to this, he was charging about 580 560 something like that for the box. And I don't know if it came with the monitor. Um, he said, obviously, it does not come with the A10 Mini Pro, but um, he had a box. He had all these components in there. And I was... I was sort of like, well, here's here's what happened. My first impression was, okay, he drilled holes in the box to put fans coming in the right, going out the left, or what, either way, <laughs> whatever direction it went. And he had also put extensions to the HDMI port to the back of the box. So this box, which used to be waterproof, was no longer waterproof. That's That's for sure. And that's the first thing that crossed my mind was, Wow, it sure would be nice if the box was still waterproof, but it's not. The next thing I saw was, um, well, he had audio ports coming out one side. He had, uh, like I say, an array of HDMI ports. So he had been wiring or, I, I don't know what all was involved in this, but he had done a lot of work on this. And I'm just thinking to myself, oh, is that really necessary? But the first thing really was, it's not waterproof anymore. So I woke up this morning and for whatever reason, I just started thinking um, about the A10 Mini. And I, I think the well, the reason is because I want to buy one. I've, I've wanted to buy one for quite a long time. And I've been trying to justify it and uh, cost-wise. And I'm getting to the point where I think my workflow for YouTube videos is going to be a lot um, quicker if I get an A10 Mini. And I won't go into that right now, but look forward to another podcast and hopefully a video tutorial about my process. It's, I've called it a no edit workflow before, but it's really a mostly no edit. Anyway, more about that in the future, hopefully. But let's talk about what happened this morning. So I woke up with the A10 Mini on my mind. I started looking at it. Notice there's only a few left on Amazon, uh, a couple on walmart.com. I don't know how many they have at B&H or Adorama. Sometimes they don't say the exact number, but they're they're getting uh, becoming scarce again. And I tried to order one a few months back and canceled my order because I had waited for almost two months and hadn't received the order. So I was apparently on some sort of a really long waiting list. Well, now that they're available, I'm starting to get really close to, uh, as they say, pulling the trigger and buying one. So I looked at this box, and I thought about it. I thought, okay, I certainly can't afford to spend five or $600 just on a box. I mean, I'm having trouble affording just the A10 Mini right now. So I'm going to have to say, okay, I bought this box yesterday for $30. Now, what can I do to make this box usable with the A10 Mini? And I thought, okay, Caleb... His box has got some pretty cool things. I'm not going to be able to do that um, for the amount of money I can spend on it right now. So what can I do? And let me just, I'm walking over here to my desk. And I'm looking at the uh, the drawings that I made. I had two pieces of paper sketched, uh, basically sketches of the box, sketches of the layout. And... I'm going to try to give you the short story really quickly here. I am super excited that I came up with two different designs 
of two different box designs. One for what I call the uh, capture uh, option or the capture version. That's for recording. The other option is the streaming option. And of course, that's for live streaming. Now, the difference between the two, I'll try to go from the the biggest differences and then I can go down to the details. So, and by the way, if you're listening to this and you haven't um, checked out my website and signed up to um, to get updates or even signed up to pay me per month to get the uh, more secret information, that's okay because I give... I say spill the beans. I give away secrets sometimes that I normally would put behind a a membership paywall on my website. I give away some of those secrets in these podcast episodes. So check back if you're interested in getting stuff for free on these podcast episodes. But what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to go into detail about how I built this. And yes, I do need to make a video, but I just wanted to get this out there so I could uh, start developing the idea And, you know, maybe you guys can go do it yourself. I plan on putting this on my website with uh, step-by-step and pictures and a video. But let's just talk about this first, just because I'm so excited about it and it happened this morning. So two versions, one version for streaming and one version for just capture, you know, to upload it to YouTube later. So let's talk first about the, um, the capture version because it's more simple. So I've got this box, and the box is approximately, uh, let's look at the dimensions here. Getting a tape measure out. Hold on a second. So the box is approximately 16 by 16 by 12. So 16 by 12, um, and how deep it's... That's about six and a half inches, six and a half inches deep. Now that's the exterior, of course. This is a waterproof box. It's, it looks like a Pelican. It's not a Pelican brand, but it looks like a Pelican. It's got that little seal that you can unscrew or tighten to uh, let the pressure out, etc. And it's a nice box. It's a pretty heavy-duty box. And I will put a link on my uh, website. Also with the description of the YouTube video, I'll have a link. But this box is is that size and it's heavy duty. It's 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 strong enough to stand on for sure. Um, haven't done any drop tests to see the quality of the plastic and all that. I know Pelican has definitely done drop tests, but uh, this one it's not bad. And so the brand is Apache, and this is the 3800 3800. So that's the first piece, the box. So I plan on getting a second box to have one box for each version. So they. In my local area, they're they're actually on sale at the Harbor Freight for $29.99. So it was about $32 something with tax. Now let's talk about the next piece. So I wish I could tell you the whole thought process of how I came up with all these pieces, because then you would see the justification or the reason for them, but I'm just gonna go down the pieces first. So so if you if you hear this list and you say, Okay, I get it, then you can pretty much stop listening at that point. If not, I'll try to explain why. So, first of all, it's got foam padding and things like that in there, but I'm taking all that out. Okay, so take out all the foam padding. That is step one. Now, step two, this is going to sound maybe a little bit strange, but I bought a laptop cooling 
uh, pad. You know, they it's like a grid. What do you, what do you say? It's got uh, a metal mesh, and it's something that sits on your lap, and you put the laptop on top. You know, it's a cooling fan for a laptop. So I bought one of those that fortunately is actually a little too big, and so it's going to have to go in at an angle. And this was absolutely an accident. So I, I did this. Um, I thought to myself, well, that's the best one I can get. And my key was I was looking for one that was quiet. So I wanted one that was silent. So I got one of those. And again, uh, if you check out my website, I'll be putting uh, links to all the Amazon products as soon as I can. So what happens next? Now we put the ATEM Mini on top of the laptop cooling fan. But it's at an angle. And you might think, well, that's kind of strange, right? Well, it still is going to fit within the box when it's closed. But here's what's good about this. When you put the ATEM Mini in at an angle, you can ergonomically reach the buttons. So it's actually kind of angling it up a little bit so you can reach the buttons. And It's kind of like uh, some people... Uh, I guess they do that for, well, there's a lot of devices that are at an angle. It's a little bit easier to reach. So that's at an angle, and the ATEM Mini is going to be attached to that with um, either, you know, heavy-duty Velcro or just double-sided, real good double-sided tape. We'll see how that goes. Probably Velcro. I like to be able to take things off and use them in different areas if needed. So that ATEM Mini is going to be on there. It's going to be dampened a little bit by the Velcro because I'll get the 3M Velcro that is really tough. And there's a little bit of a a rubberized uh, layer. So that will be a shock mount for that uh, A10 Mini. Now keep in mind, it's going to be over top of this laptop cooling fan. Oh, I forgot something. Okay, so underneath the laptop cooling fan on the side that it's angled up, there's going to be a gap. And here's the fun part. In that gap, I'm going to put a power bank that has an AC adapter. And it's going to be one that's sort of a square shape. So check that out on Amazon. You'll you'll be able to find the one I'm talking about. And you'll see it's about $99 or maybe it's a little over. And that has an AC plug-in. So that's how the ATEM Mini will get power. So as you're looking in the box right now, the ATEM Mini will be uh, on the left side of the box. And then the cables, because the ATEM Mini is at an angle, they'll be pointing, you know, slightly up at a 30 or 45 degree angle, whatever angle it happens to be when I, uh, I, haven't, I haven't put this in the box yet. So whatever angle it's going to be at when the cooling fan sits in there. And then the battery is going to be underneath that. And the power supply is not going to need much cable. So we're going to be able to just tuck all that in underneath there with the battery. Now the battery as well is going to be attached by that Velcro with the rubberized layer, and that's going to create some shock uh, mount and dampening for that, for the battery. Now I know that occasionally we'll have to charge this power bank, but the good news is these batteries have usually a a round 12-volt plug that you can sneak in somewhere and uh, charge it without taking it out of this uh, whole box. In fact, I could probably even, now you don't want to leave that plugged in. But anyway, hopefully the access to that uh, charging port will be be good. So just imagining this coming together, right? So now 
the width of this box is such that the ATEM Mini, when it's on the left side of the box, you've got some space on the right now. So for the capture version, not the um, not the streaming version, this, there's going to be a little bit of a trick on the streaming version, but for the capture version, I'm looking at getting a Zoom Live Track, uh, sorry, what is it called? Pod Track uh, 4. So the purpose of that is to be able to pull in XLR audio. And it's got a lot of, uh, you know, physical manual gain dials and mute switches and all uh, mute buttons and things of that sort. So it's a really nice interface for uh, something that you don't have to go into the menus to do. And it's a good thing to have all of that right up front when you're doing something live. So uh, I use this for both both versions of this kit. And uh, that's the Zoom PodTrack 4. It's only $200. Now, it's not the, the best preamps of any Zoom product, but I think for this purpose it should be good enough. Uh, you can use a different recorder if you want to. That's totally up to you. But this fits in the box. So now you've got the Zoom PodTrack, uh, was it P4? I'm not sure. Anyway, but the, the Zoom PodTrack that's got the four XLR inputs, you've got that at an angle. So that's great. That's also ergonomic as well to be able to touch the buttons and change the gain on that. So now you've got four channels of audio that can come in. And there's an output. Well, there's actually four outputs for headphone on the bottom. So you have plenty of ways to output. But I think there's also an output, a single output that would be the one you choose to run to the A10 Mini. So because you know the A10 Mini has the 3.5 or dual 3.5 input. So you've got audio, you've got video. Now let's talk about, um, so that that sounds pretty simple so far, right? You've got a laptop cooling fan and you've got a battery to power the A10 Mini. And now remember the Zoom uh, PodTrack uh, has the ability to run off of USB-C. So there is on this power bank also a USB output. So that is great. So we can run that Zoom uh, PodTrack for many, many hours. Although even with battery power, it goes, I think, for about three or four hours on two double A's. But the good news is if you have to go for longer than that, you can use this power bank that's in the box. So now let's talk about the top of the box. You mean the lid? Yeah, the top. You know, the, the part that... Uh, I just think it's so clever. Uh, when when I saw Caleb's uh, method of just putting a monitor in there, I thought, that's awesome. So yes, that's what I'm planning to do as well, is put a monitor in there. Now, I've targeted probably a lower quality monitor because I'm trying to keep the budget on this whole thing as low as possible. I chose the Feel World 7-inch, but yet 4K, um, 1920, 1080. And I think that's about $149 on Amazon. But now, here's where it really shows that I'm not a DIY guy. I'm more of a, well, I don't have a shop. I don't know how to use power tools. I am definitely not a person who could make something out of nothing. So how do I mount the monitor in there? Well, I'm certainly going to stick by my original thought of keeping this case waterproof. So I'm not drilling holes in the box. So anything I do has to be within the box and... What I thought of was, what if I can use something that is commonly available, something that everybody in video production uh, either has or knows about, 
and I ran across the idea of using 15 millimeter rails. So the only uh, little snag that I ran into was I couldn't find one that was the right length for going all the way up to the edge of the box. So I'm going to run these vertically, but I have a basically an eight inch rail is what I'm using. So I have a piece that is going to extend that just a little bit. And it's not being used for the right thing. It's actually the mount that's supposed to go under a camera. But it, because it adds uh, about three to three and a half inches, we're going to use that to fill in the space that the eight uh, inch rails don't. So on one side of the eight inch rail, you're just going to have a little, um, you know, the thing that holds the two rails, you know, the, just the real basic one. Uh, what do they call it? Just a Wow, there's, I'm, I'm sure there's a real simple uh, name for those, but just uh, holds the two rails. And then on the other side, we're going to have the type that would go under your camera normally. And then I'm going to put a third one in the middle, uh, just in case you want to mount something in the middle, um, because I'll tell you how I would mount the monitor, but someone else might want to mount it somewhere up or down at another place uh, on these rails. So... The way I'm going to mount the monitor is to use one of those really neat uh, magic arms, not the old kind, uh, but the newer one that has that, that a lot of people are using for monitors now. It's got uh, two ball heads and one sort of a, I don't know, what do you call it, uh, almost like a figure eight shape. So the two ball heads are uh, encapsulated by the figure eight type piece. And then you've got two quarter inch screw mounts on coming out of both ends of that. It's, yeah, that type of magic arm. So when you have that, you can mount um, onto this uh, plate that goes normally underneath your camera. You can mount it on the front, on the side, on the top. And I'm going to, I plan on mounting it on the top. So this will go up and then the magic arm, you loosen it and then it's going to go forward and then it's going to go straight up again uh, and the monitor will be on that. So that will bring the monitor up close to the middle of the uh, square that the this you know the top of the box is. So now we've got a monitor, and uh, you can power that by batteries. That's fine, but you can. I might also figure out a way to put. Um, I don't know another. I don't know if there's another uh, output on that uh, battery in the bottom. If there is, we'll see if we can use that. So. So now we've got a monitor, and we've got the A10 Mini, and we've got audio. So now cables. Um, real quick before I go into that. Uh, yeah, let's talk about cables, because the, the cables are going to be uh, combined with a, a fun way to protect the top of the A10 Mini when you close the box from the monitor, etc., from scratching it. So what I did was I went and measured the inside of the box, and I found that a 14, is it 14 to 15? I think it's a 14 to 15 neoprene laptop sleeve is just perfect to fit inside of this case. I think it's 14, 15. It's uh, not the 16, 17. I'm just not sure if it's 13, 14, or 14, 15. But I'll put that link also on my website as soon as possible as well. So now, this neoprene case... It's going to do a few things. Number one, when you put it inside the case and close it, it's going to be covering the top of the ATEM Mini and the uh, Zoom 
uh, pod track recorder, and it's also going to be basically covering if you if you leave the uh, monitor mounted inside, and I haven't quite figured out how to pad the monitor when it closes, but it's going to pad the side that would have touched the A10 Mini. But then inside of this pouch, you know, the laptop sleeve is a zipper pouch, so inside will go my coiled HDMI cables and any other cables that are needed. Um, the power cable is not going to be needed. It's going to be, you know, tucked underneath the uh, cooling fan at, that's um, on top of the battery, so that's going to be out of the way. But any HDMI cables and some audio, maybe short audio cables, although I plan on using a short right angle to right angle 3.5 coiled um, you know, 3.5 aux cable to go from the zoom recorder to the ATEM Mini. That pretty much pulls itself out of the way when you uh, disattach it from the ATEM Mini. So anything else that you need, you could probably throw a couple of lab mics in there or something like that, really teeny ones or whatever you use. Maybe even put your whole wireless lav kit in there. And uh, anyway, we'll see how much storage we have when it closes down. It's just going to be a question of how much it, uh, how much space I have after the A10 Mini is sitting on top of this um, cooling fan. So that's the basic idea. And... Um, I, I'm sorry, I do need to make a different, epi a separate episode probably with the second version, the second, uh, what I call the streaming version. And just to give you a quick hint, uh, without going into details, that is going to be the same box size and everything like that. But I'm going to sneak in and check out the next episode to find out how I plan on sneaking in a Bluetooth keyboard that has an integrated uh, touchpad. I found one that actually just fits inside and that I'm going to have have to move the A10 Mini up a little bit, but uh, hopefully that's not going to be too big of an issue. Hopefully the cables coming out of the back of the A10 Mini will still have some room. Um, and then that's going to push the zoom recorder up a little bit as well. And if I have to, I'll put like a um, one of those cell phone holders or, you know, iPad mini holders you can set it on a table at an angle. I'll put the zoom recorder on that, and that will allow me to get it out of the way. So now you've got a keyboard. Now, why would you want a keyboard? Well, here's what I would do. The top area, instead of having just a monitor, an HDMI monitor, it would have either an iPad or a Microsoft Surface Pro. And you'd be running OBS if you're running a Surface Pro, um, on the iPad, I'm still looking into all the different options, you know, the alternatives to, to an OBS type of uh, software for an iPad. So that would be your uh, live stream monitor. Now, it's not going to be the same thing as you would have with just a regular monitor. You're not going to get a multi-view straight out of the A10 Mini. Uh, but here's the thing. If you're doing or if you're using OBS you have um, options to do multi-view on there, but you also have options to, um, you know, switch inside of OBS, not between cameras necessarily, but between sources. So you've got all your cameras coming in as one layer, and you've got uh, titles, you know, switch to your computer screen. You've got a lot of options. If you know OBS, you know what that entails. So 
that's the short version, and maybe I don't have to say anything more. Maybe you can figure it out based on that. But there are some tweaks as far as how to mount the Surface Pro. Okay, let me just, I'm getting a little longer here than I want to on this episode, but let me just give you the trick. I plan on having a Surface Pro 4 or newer because there are cases that are available for the Surface 4, 5, 6, 7 that have a hand um, hand holder. It's like a, a Velcro wrist strap, but it goes around your hand and tucks over the backside of your hand. And they're very common for the 4, 5, 6, and 7. I tried to find them for the Surface Pro 3 to see if I could save money and go older on that computer. Uh, very hard to find for the Surface Pro 3. But for the Surface Pro 4, 5, 6, 7, etc., apparently they're all the same uh, configuration. So those cases are going to protect that uh, surface and then allow me to simply, check this out, simply take the Velcro that would normally go around your hand and pull that tightly around the 15 millimeter rails because you know those rails are going to be spaced in the normal spacing because of the uh, contraption, what he call that, that holds those two rails on the top and the bottom of the box here. And then I'm going to need to put one in the middle of the box that's a little bit bulky so that when you tighten this Velcro around it and it slides down, it won't go down. It'll just be wherever you position it. So you can position it up or down because you know how you loosen the the thing that holds the rails. <laughs> Keep forgetting the name of those. So that's the way to take the Surface Pro and put it on there. And of course, I would probably end up using, um, well, anyway, that's Velcro. So you can take that off and take the Surface Pro out. I would probably end up using a different case to transport the Surface Pro. But you know, if there's enough vertical space in this after putting all this stuff in there, it might be fine. I would be super excited if it, if it worked out that way. So that's the basic idea, everybody. Well, I'm sorry to, um, I really, really, I don't want to um, compete uh, with anyone else doing these things. Uh, just know that um, my goal here is to make it as is easy to do for a non-techie or a non-DIY person like myself. And if that's you, uh, hopefully I can, I'm going to make a video about this. I'm going to put the step-by-step instructions on my website. So check that out, silverlightphotoco.com, and it's going to be under kit. If you listen to this podcast, before I have that up there, I apologize. Hopefully it'll be in a few weeks. Keep checking back and uh, everyone have a great day.